Welcome to the Driveway Beers Podcast with Mike and Alex. Thank you for joining us, and we hope you enjoy the show. Please like, subscribe, comment, and share on any platform that you're listening on. Welcome back to another episode Driveway Beers Podcast. Thank you for coming back, as always. Please like, subscribe, comment, share on any platform that you're listening to, and please share this with a friend. If you can, please share us on your socials, like your Facebook or your Twitter or wherever else, Instagram, who knows where we are. Um, want to thank Cheers and Spirits in the Arnold Station Plaza for sponsoring this episode, along with Brian Schilling from Long and Fostered Fine Homes in Annapolis, Maryland, 145 Main Street, and Annapolis, Maryland, 21401. Office phone number is 410-263-3400. Uh, like I would say, Brian was my real estate agent when I bought my house. Couldn't have asked for anything better. Um, as far as wine selection, Cheers and Spirits is where you want to go. Uh, they've never steered me wrong on a wine. And for as many times I go in there, for them never to never to hit wrong, that's saying something right there. So please uh, visit our sponsors and thank you for listening. Now, we said either last week or the week before, we've been meaning to get around to our weight loss slash health update. I think it's been almost a month. It's been a while, yeah. A, a month to a month and a half since we've even talked about it. And things have happened. Um, I'd say some better, some worse, maybe. Um, should we, we'll, we'll tease the, the actual weight loss till the <laughs> end. So to, we'll, we'll do the old, uh, you know, stay tuned. Yeah, the weight lo- or increase. Or increase. Yeah, it could have been increased. Down. Could have gone the other way. I mean... Could have been up and then down, down and then up. Who knows? Who right. knows where we're going to end up in this thing? Um, have you, so in the last month and a half, have you done anything differently than you had in the prior months? Um, I've just been really busy. Like, between, um, it's, and it's mostly all just kids stuff. Right. I've been real busy, like, I'm coaching one of my kids' baseball teams. That's two practices in a game a week. I'm helping on the other team. That's a game and a practice. So, and they're all different days. So, right there, five days a week, I'm on a, I've been on a baseball field doing something. So, that's keeping me busy. Um, I haven't been drinking as much beer, which is always good because that's, uh, huge amount of just empty calories from beer um so i slowed that down but uh and then just not eating as much you know smaller portions um a little bit of intermittent fasting thrown in there um so yeah i've done some changes nothing nothing no crazy workouts or anything like that so you know i'm 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 not doing like hit workouts every day and in fact I kind of hurt my shoulder and my lower back a little bit, so I really haven't been working out at all. Because you were always, between the two of us, you were you were always the workout one. Yeah. Um, so I'll be interested to see what not working out has actually done for your weight gain or loss to see if it's actually kind of gone up and down with that. Yeah, I, I don't know. Because I, was I wasn't lifting and eating to the point to, like, put on mass. Yeah. Like, that was never the intent. So, um yeah, but when you lift weight, I mean, you're lifting like you're lifting more than the average dude, even when you're just repping. Yeah, because yeah. you can right. lift more than the average. Like, so 
like for any like 175 or you know 185 pound guy out there his his reps are probably you know his the bench is probably the bar 125 maybe 145 yeah. right your reps are probably in the 225 range yeah if i want to get stupid and like rep it out and stuff but again with these weak shoulders i've been trying to really take it easy and just concentrate on kind of doing um negatives and form like working on form and negative coming down like exploding up and then coming down super slow yeah that sort of stuff um i don't like doing burnout sets with lightweight you really get repetitive motion injuries doing that if you do it too much there's a place for it but it's not something you want to do like all the time right and there's this misconception especially a lot of ladies think this like i just want to tone you're not you're to tone muscle you build muscle that's how you do it and you can't spot loss so they'll say, oh, I want to lose my love handle, so I'm going to do oblique twists. Like, you're not doing anything. In fact, you're probably going to make them bigger because you're building the muscle underneath it. <laughs> but to to make gains, to actually build significant noticeable amounts of muscle mass, you have to be um, eating a shitload of food and lifting really, really heavy weight to failure. I'm not really doing that, and I'm, I'm not doing the, the eating tons of food. I'm doing the opposite. So... Um, but what, what I find when I lift is my, <clears throat> everything just feels harder. It doesn't feel as soft. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I like that. I prefer that to feel like a blob of jello. So, uh, like a ball of squish. <laughs> so don't want to be squish. Um, now nothing, nothing feels good about f- like feeling like Barney looks right. Right. Like, Barney looks like you squeeze him and it's all fun. Yeah. You know, and you're like, no, damn it! I want to feel like you know the rock. Yeah, right? but it's nice. Like if my wife like grabs my triceps. She's like, ooh, I'm like yeah, yeah, girl. <laughs> it's, it's <bad. laughs> so um, that's definitely like where I like. To, like I said, I'm not trying to get you know. I'm not out there doing CrossFit. I think CrossFit is is a great thing to do. It's a great uh, workout, but it's a cult. Yeah, like, is there any place that you get to work out without the cult? Like, our wives did a workout with a group. And it was a cult. And it was a cult. Mm-hmm. Like, CrossFit, it's a cult. I like think... All, all your friends become CrossFitters. Oh, yeah. You do things with the CrossFit crew. Yeah. It's like, no, I, I, come on now. Yeah. Can, can we get the workout without the cult? Yeah. I don't think so. And I think that how it gets that way with CrossFit is that the cool thing about it is you can have two people that have completely different fitness levels doing the same workout at the same time. Because you're not, it's not like, you know, say I'm, I'm working out at 225 and my wife wants to work in with me. It is a huge pain in the butt to do that with one bench and one bar. Because every single set, we're deloading mine and then she's putting her weight on. And then when she's done, we're, unlo- we're, we're taking hers off and re-upping the weight for mine. And it, it's not fun. Well, that's why but, I got the machines at the gym. Yeah. You literally slide a pin in and out. Yeah, I don't Weight's mess with machines. Yeah. Um, but, and then to have a home gym with machines, I don't have that much space, right. <laughs> you know. So CrossFit's nice because you could do, like, they'll have, they have a bunch of little, like one's AMRAP, which is as many reps as possible, like in a certain amount of time. You have, um, like, different things where it's like, they'll do like a, a ladder, so it'll be like, you know, 10, 11, or uh, 10, 9, 8, 7, all the way down, and then 1, 2, 3, 4, all the way back up, and you have time limits. And it's different. The weight is based upon 
whatever you can do. So someone could, it's almost like bracket racing and drag racing. So you can have like a super fast car race in a slower car and a slower car could win because of the bracket. Same here. Like I could have a, be using a, a super heavy bar and be using a light bar. And because of the time they end up beating me. Um, so there's some cool stuff. And I think people get close in it because the workouts are hard and they suck. And I've done a couple of them. Um, I forget the name of the one I did. It, it It's you do 30 power cleans for time. And I'm like, 30, that's nothing. And you'll bang out like the first 12, like it's nothing. And you're like, oh, I got this CrossFit. And then <laughs> by the end of it, it's taking you like, like four and a half minutes and you're like barely doing one rep at a time because you're just that gassed and then you throw up at the end well i think putting yourself through that sort of uh adversity with other people creates a bond like that bond through almost like a trauma bond so that's like a sports team yeah the purpose of two days for football isn't necessarily to get everybody uh to learn the playbook it's to build the camaraderie, get everybody like get that um, that brotherhood going. Yeah, and the, and the coaches know your misery, right? And the coaches know that they're going to become the common enemy, right. which is going to unite the team. And then the coaches will then come at the towards the end will then be in the trenches with you, and you're like, oh, okay, they're still so right. Yeah, yeah. I think it's this along the same lines, and I've never gotten into it. I've never been a member of a box. That's what they call a CrossFit gym. Is a box. Oh. Yeah. I learned something today. Yeah. I know what a wad is. A wad is a workout of the day. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Did you join a cult? Did you join one of those cross? And they, no. Like, they just think I got a lot of buddies. They gave the playbook, but not the actual workout. <laughs> yeah. I got a lot of buddies that are super into it. Okay. And for a while, I was working out early in the morning with a with a couple people. And uh, like we'd get to the gym at five. And then... There was a girl that started working out of us, working out with us, and I'm convinced her entire body was a muscle. Like there was not an ounce of fat on this. I mean, just complete, you know, every part of her. Like her hair had like gains. <laughs> <laughs> Super pretty, beautiful, like really good body. But like, I think she's got more muscle mass than I do. <laughs> so, um, and she smoked the hell out of us. Now, when it came to put like pushing big weight, she couldn't hang. Right, but that's just the natural difference between men and women. Dare I say it? But, sure. Um, Cancel. <laughs> You're done. Yeah. <laughs> um. But we're not doing any of that. No. No. So, <laughs> if anyone wants to do it, that's what it's going to be like for you. Yeah. Except we can't tell you from experience. Yeah. Because we're not doing that. But if you do it, and I'll say this: make sure you go to a like a, a reputable gym with certified instructors because there's a lot of people out there they're like oh i'm a crossfit instructor and they're not and they'll get people hurt a real gym will like you'll have if you're a novice you'll come in and they'll show you how to do a power clean how to do a proper deadlift how to swing a kettlebell so you're not just oh yeah just swing this kettlebell thirty-eight thousand times and then you swing it three times and you throw your back out and now you're done it's not like a, it's not like going to an aerobics class where you're basically you're in the back of the class and you're copying the rows in front of you because yeah. those are the people that have been there more right and you know now you're at crossfit and you're going to throw kettlebells around because you see the people in front of you throwing kettlebells around mm-hmm. it, you don't pick it up like that yeah yeah um, but I, but I, I i often wonder like why does every everything have to become a thing right like you go to the you could go to the box and you 
no one can see my air quotes, <laughs> and you pull in and you know it's there because there's going to be a bunch of Jeeps parked outside. Right. <laughs> and you're like, oh, God, Jeep people? And then you go in the, and then like CrossFit Jeep people? You're like, oh, man, this is too separate. And then the next thing you know, you're you know you're carrying a gallon of water around with you, and you've got like you know you're you're wearing your freaking socks pulled up because how did anyone deadlift before you pulled your socks up to your knees? I have no idea. Right. And uh, yeah, and so you're everybody loses their sleeves apparently. Yeah. Everyone everyone's just wearing tank tops all around. Yeah. Yeah. To show to show off your your gains. They they turn into Pat McAfee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do like the CrossFit games, especially the the ladies version. Yeah. So. So, I have basically kept going with the intermittent fasting. Mm-hmm. Um, I have not been as disciplined with the keto. Well, I should say this. I haven't been as disciplined the last week. Okay. So, it's not like I've fallen off the rails. It's been three days. Oh, yeah. yeah I, but... Like, I got, like, tomorrow, like, I'm finding it, like, I'm kind of dreading tomorrow, because I know tomorrow I'm going to have to fight every urge to eat certain foods. And again, not that I'm at zero carbs, but I, I got to rein it back under control. Yeah. Because um, I do find, when I've got the carbs low, with the intermittent fasting, um... And kind of like what you said, though, also with the calorie intake. Being busy gives you less time to eat. Mm-hmm. And the other thing I will say about intermittent fasting, for me, I try to start eating at either 1 or 2 in the afternoon. Okay. Which makes it incredibly difficult to eat dinner at like 5.30. Yeah. Because you're not really hungry, so then you end up having a, a less dinner. And so just by doing that on either end for two meals a day, it, it wasn't hard to do that. It was more along the lines of, well, I'm not hungry at dinner, but I got to eat something because I know, you know, once that eight o'clock hour hits, I can't, I'm not eating anymore. Mm-hmm. Two to eight was my six hour window. I'm trying to do the 18 six, okay. which is supposed to be the most effective for big fat dudes, whether it is or not, I don't know, but yeah. that's where I went. Um, I could do the sixteen eight rather than I do sixteen eight. So I could do that, and I could eat lunch at twelve, and then, it, but I, I I went with the sixteen, the the what did I say six eighteen eighteen six eighteen six right. Yeah. So I went with that because I, it was supposed to be the most effective. Started in July. I probably saw the most effects of it in the last three weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, not to give away any of the the ending here, but but I will say this: like I have bounced back up in the last four days. Okay. So the change in the diet, um, because I I haven't eaten outside of the window, but I definitely ate more carbs mm-hmm. and I ate more calories. Um, like I had Swedish fish one day, right? It's like all carbs. It's all delicious, too. And, and of course, I ate the whole bag. Was it, it like the little bag? Or little, like- it, was, it was a little-ish bag. It wasn't like the snack pack. It wasn't like the thing at the Halloween bag. Okay. It was like the next it's size. like the movie theater bag. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't the two ninety nine bag at the supermarket. No. 
Okay. Although it wasn't the supermarket. It was the box, though. Yeah, yeah. The the, they call them theater, the box. theater box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, I think Green like, Valley had those for like five for five bucks or something. Yes, they do. <laughs> it was actually it was four for five dollars. Okay. Price point inflation. Yeah. You know, thanks, America. Um, so, a couple bad days. The, the, it has definitely bounced back up weight-wise. Um, but at least now I kind of got the formula down a little bit that seems to be working mm-hmm. at the moment. Now, whether it keeps working, I don't know. But I, don't, I, I found that, like, if I find something that works, I keep doing it until it stops working, and then maybe I'll tweak a little bit of something. Although I think the the formula of obviously eat less <laughs> naturally, but the intermittent fasting really helps you do that. No, it definitely does because I do it now. The problem that I have is I put half and half of my coffee, so I, I might be breaking my. I don't know if I'm breaking yeah, my. Fit. I do that too. Because right around eight o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. after I've dropped the kid off at school, I I do two tablespoons, which is forty calories of half and half. Mm-hmm. If that's what's gonna bust this up. So be it, because I'll be I'll be honest with you, the effects of caffeine on me are more beneficial than not having it. Yeah, it's a huge appetite suppressant for me. It gets me to two o'clock, and I'm not I'm not starving. Yeah. I'm not dying to get to two. Um, it the effect of the caffeine though on my moods, and we could talk about mental health a little bit too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I was talking to my therapist about this. And yes, I, I am on I'm on Zoloft. Uh, I'm on the lowest dosage they got. Mm-hmm. Um, and for anyone that's been around, they know about the panic attacks that happened two, three years ago, two years ago-ish, whatever. Went back on Zoloft, tried to go off, went back on it. Uh, screwed the pharmaceutical companies and the SSRIs, probably on it for the rest of my life. Whatever. Yeah. Um, I heard screwed the pharmacist. I was like, you did what? <laughs> no, not the pharmacist. Pharmaceutical companies. The pharmacist just doing their job. Um, it, it, but as far as like the effect of caffeine, my mood is substantially more happy on caffeine. Yes, I do have more energy, but I also take B12 for that. Mm-hmm. Actually, I take a... It's called, uh, for anyone out there, it's mitochondrial NRG is the actual name of it. Oh, I've heard that advertise some different... So I don't know if I don't know if it's one of those, but like, it's basically... Yeah. It, it works with your mitochondria to kind of boost up your metabolism. Mm-hmm. Um, it's probably... It probably works in the same way that one of the things you're taking does. Um, you get it over the counter? Yeah, well, I get it from the yeah, I get it from the doctor I go to. Yeah. He's got it there. It's a it's a supplement. Yeah, it's it's literally B twelve and a, and some other vitamins. That's all it is. Okay, and then he adds in uh, a, another vitamin called ADK ten. Mm-hmm. So it's basically ten thousand IU of vitamin D. But I was also almost, I was practically anemic. Yeah, so I needed that to get me in the proper range. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not like I'm like juiced up on vitamin D. I I'm taking this thing to get me in the normal range of vitamin D. Um, mostly because I probably don't go outside that much, right? I'm not getting the sunshine is what it is. Um, but the caffeine effect on the mood, um, for me, it, it it's like any drug. You f- sometimes you you feel better on it. Yeah, like I feel like I can function better. It, it's proven to help with concentration. Uh, it, it's a mood enhancer. It's an appetite suppressant. There's a lot of benefits to it. But at the end of the day, yes, it is addicting. It mm-hmm. is, it's an addictive drug. Yeah. Straight up. That's completely legal. Because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it, but 
and I was talking to my I, I, I was talking to my therapist about it. And he said, "Look, uh, is it a drug? Sure. Can you function without it? Sure. But if you don't have to, why not? Yeah, it's legal. It's not like. Uh, but I'm in my mind. I'm thinking. Well, I mean, shoot, I can get cocaine too. You know, <laughs> but it's not like you're smoking, right? Yeah, it doesn't really come with any serious negative. Yeah, I think it's probably." I think it's easier to get off of caffeine. Yeah. Like, if I don't have it for three or four days, yeah, my mood's going to be grumpy as shit. But it's not like I got the shakes. I'm not going through the sweats. Yeah. I'm just grumpy, mm-hmm. which, you know, I'm kind of grumpy to begin with. Yeah. So maybe like I'm just grumpier. reverting back to me. <laughs> right? <laughs> um, and I will say, like, the, the, vitamin B, the, uh, the vitamin B and the D, it's not, I'm sure they work in conjunction, but it's not like they're they're not mood enhancers. Um, and the Zoloft, to be honest with you, I don't feel like it's a mood enhancer. Uh, but I've been taking this at a low dose for so long, I don't know what effect it's got. Yeah. The caffeine has a definite, definite effect on mood. And when you're happier, you tend to want to do more shit. Mm-hmm. You're more active. Yeah. Like, you're it, less likely to eat stuff to make you happy. Yeah. And to be honest, it's like, without the caffeine... I could literally sit in the couch while I'm doing work, and I literally it's it's a lot of work to convince myself just to get up. Mm-hmm. Same thing with bed. It's it it takes effort to take my 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 head feels like it weighs ten thousand pounds on this super soft pillow, and it's so comfortable. It's almost like it's like you're taking like you got to get out of your body, take both hands, and hold like hold your head like a watermelon. Lift it out of the bed, mm-hmm. and even then, all you want to do is put it back in the bed. Yeah, right. The caffeine kind of gets rid of that within 20 30 minutes of the first sip. So, is caffeine great? No, I'm not saying it is, but uh, it's it, in my opinion, it's a useful tool. Mm-hmm. And what's going on here? Yeah, on multiple levels appetite suppression, mood enhancement, um. Is it breaking my fast with 40 calories in the morning? Probably. But I will say this. And one of the reasons why I started doing the intermittent fasting was because I told you when I went up to uh, Massachusetts in July, we saw my aunt my uncle. My uncle had lost like 40 pounds, and this was like 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. And when I asked him what he did, he said intermittent fasting before it was the thing. And I said, but you drink coffee in the morning. And he said, yes, I do. Mm-hmm. He goes, I drink coffee with my half and half. And he goes... That's probably not enough to consider being a broken fast. At that yeah, point. and that's and that's and the thing is a lot half and half. A lot of it's fat. Yep. So it's not like you're breaking it with tons of sugar. You're not. There's no carbs in. Yeah, like, you're, you're not, you're not eating carbs. You're not eating a donut. No. You know, and you're probably okay. Um, and I think if you're even like up it and use like you know like heavy cream, you're probably even better because it's even more fat and less. I just I like half and half. I mean, don't get me wrong. If heavy cream's all that's available, I will put that in my coffee. But I feel like heavy cream goes through me. Yeah, it, it kind of makes my digestive. Yeah, system. it you know, and even for me, my digestive system is pretty decent. But I kind of get some bubble guts after I. Well, we're not made for. I mean, humans aren't made for dairy. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I eat cheese like a motherfucker. Yeah, right. I mean, got no carbs in that. I'll I'll try an ounce of cheese because mm-hmm. I like cheese. But I know if I eat too much of it. 
I'm going to be in some discomfort. Yeah. Like painful discomfort, right? It, the juice isn't worth the squeeze at that point. Mm-hmm. So I might have like two slices of American cheese or two slices or like four cracker cuts of cheddar cheese. Yeah. I know if I go over that, I'm probably in for a hurting. So it kind of stops me from doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than and I know if I eat ice cream, forget it. I'm, I'm going to be in bed, curled up in the fetal <laughs> position. I'm going to be, I got, I'll have like the worst gas ever and I'll be in pain. Yeah. Like, no poop in the world is getting that out. Mm. Like it just keeps like the the gas is just always there. Ugh. Um, but with half and half, for whatever reason, that it's literally two two and a half tablespoons, like forty fifty calories. Because two tablespoons of half and half is forty calories. If you add the extra half, it's ten. It's another ten, yeah. so it's fifty. But um, it just it it doesn't bother me enough to where I'd stop using it because I've tried coffee without it. It really, like, half and half t- takes a lot of the bitterness out of coffee. It does, yeah. It smooths it out a lot. And it also cools it off. Like, oh, yeah, I don't like super hot coffee. Yeah. No, you get that cup of black coffee, it's hot. No, no, and then it takes forever to get cool. Yeah. To drink. You put some half and half in there, and it, it drops the... I'm, I'm the guy who gets iced coffee in the winter. That's how yeah. I... That's, I don't like hot coffee. Right. I mean, no, I, I like warm coffee. See, I get hot coffee year-round. That's why I'll, I'll go through and I'll order... You know, I always go to Dunkin' and I'll be like, yeah, let me have uh, two, uh, or let me have medium coffee, cream and sugar. They're like, hot coffee? I was like, yeah, did I stutter? <laughs> like, hot coffee's the default. If Why I say iced. So hot? Yeah, but you put half and half in it and it's fine. Yeah, but it, like, it's literally, like, sometimes even like the half and half doesn't do it. It's like, it, it's like the most scalding coffee ever. I just let it chill, like, for five minutes and I drink it. I think old people like it that way. Probably. Like, I, like, my mom and my dad, they like they when they were drinking coffee, that thing was steaming for an hour. And then they probably also at the restaurant, there's probably also something in it about like sanitary stuff. Like if they keep it at a certain temperature, it kills all the bacteria. They leave it on those burners and they, they turn the burner all the way to super hot. Yeah. Like burn your face off hot. Yeah, it's like hundred and eighty degrees. <laughs> yeah. It's like can we can we turn it like instead of like if it's like a five thing setting? Can we go to four we instead of cook, five? We only have to cook pork and chicken to 165. Like, that shit. <laughs> right. I mean, it's like, I don't really need to have my whole interior of my mouth burnt. Yeah. Like, like just melting off the top layer of skin on the roof of my <laughs> mouth. Like, can we not do this? Yep. Um, like, I like the taste. I don't, <laughs> I'm not trying to hurt myself. Yeah. And imagine, like, one time, like, you get in the car, if it spills a little bit, uh. and it gets on your leg. It's like it, it, it like burns the hairs off, <laughs> ruin like and now I'm just upset. Yeah, the coffee's not going to enhance that mood. Yeah, now I just got the got the little red burn mark on my leg, or it gets on your hand. Oh yeah. Now are you still doing the uh, the TRT? About the testosterone? Yes. Yes. Okay. okay. <laughs> you know you can't use technical terms. No, no. I, you can't use scientific words. Really. <laughs> Uh, yes. So I am now on the schedule you were on. So I used to be on the 200 milligrams every other week. Okay. I was getting injected at the doctor's office. Yeah. That changed. So now it's a hundred milligrams or 0.5 mils. Yes. Every week. Um, and I do it at home. Okay. Um, and that could also be part of the energy boost. Like, 
I, I haven't been off of it since I've been on it, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't, I, I just remember before I was very lethargic. Now, don't get me wrong. It's kind of like, it, it's kind of like with a car. You, you fix seven things. You don't know which one fixed the problem, right? Mm-hmm. Any one of the seven could have done it or any combination of the seven. Yeah. Could have done it. Or all of them were necessary. All, right. Um, so because, I mean, between the big dose of vitamin B, D, the testosterone booster, the coffee. Um, it, I think those are the only additions we did. It could have been any of those. Mm-hmm. Um, could have been the eating less. Could have been more protein, less carbohydrates. Maybe that did it. I mean, I, I don't know which part of it did it. I guess I do feel like um, the testosterone probably helped the most, though. But I don't have any. I don't have anything to back that up, right? Yeah. Um, feel more manly. I suppose. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know how you. So I. That. I started microdosing mine. So what do you do now? So, I I was on point five a week. Mm-hmm. But then what I did is I. The doctor, the numbers were. I wasn't seeing much of a result from it. So the doctor put me. Took me to point seven five. Hmm. So what I do is I give myself point two three times a week. Gotcha. Just so I'm kind down. of splitting the difference, but because you're you, you want it to be as consistent as you can. Now I don't feel like giving myself a shot every day of point one. Right. You know, so I make it every three days. So it's one and then two days off and then another one and then two days. So it works out to about three days a week that I give an injection at point two. And that's for me, that seems to be like just my like mood stabilized. Like everything's like, you know, better mood, like not as anxiety driven, able to shake things off easier. So, um, and the thing is the point, like testosterone replacement gets a bad rap because of the, the, you know, the old bodybuilding community with the, you know, people on HGH and, you know, those dudes are giving themselves like a hundred a day. <laughs> like they're giving themselves a lot of freaking, um, you know, it may even more like they're really hitting it hard. So you mean like a hundred milligrams a day? Yeah. Like, or like, yeah, like whatever the, you know, if we're on a hundred a week, they're giving themselves that every day. Yeah. So, and sometimes more, right. You know, and that's the stuff where like, to get like serious gains and all that stuff. But um, yeah, no, I did notice the difference. Like when I give myself the 0.75 all at once, like the next day or so I was like, <laughs> like, do you, I texted you a while back because I was at the end of the bottle and I was getting the new ones and I was like, Oh, okay, well this will be the last dose. And I pulled it all out and it was like, I think it was like 1.2. <laughs> and so I'm supposed to give myself 0. 0.5 I'm doing like double the dose and like yeah. another half I'm just like it's like so I texted you like, I just gave myself a lot of yeah. a lot of testosterone what do I do yeah. you're like relax it'll be fine yeah so, bodybuilders do that a day yeah. I go I know I just did it today <laughs> come here like, you'll be fine you're not doing it tomorrow right come here woman <laughs> 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 so but uh <laughs> 
Yeah, I, and the microdosing thing, like I, I have, I've only been doing it for a couple of weeks, so I'm trying to get more of a more of a sample size to see what it, the overall effect. But so far, it's been pretty good, and it, you know, of course, all my research has been like straight up bro science. Like, sure. yeah, bro, like you want to be spread out, you know. <laughs> so, um, we'll see. I've had one issue with the injections, though. So they don't so, bother me. No, no, it, the, the yeah. injections are about. But so I'll inject it. Mm-hmm. And so I've got I've got the 18 gauge to pull it into the into the syringe. Mm-hmm. Then I unscrew it, put the 23 gauge on. Yeah, and that but it's really tough to kind of push it through that 23 gauge into your muscle. Now, do so you have I'm the doing mine on the thigh? Do you have the fatter syringes or the skinny ones? Like the the plastic part? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I, I think they're skinny. Ish. Not like super skinny. Like it's not like a heroin needle. So like it's like the next size up. <laughs> there are some that are like bigger than the pen, and there are others that are like. I'm not even you mean thickness wise or like length wise? Thick. So like, like the size of the screwdriver. Yeah. So like that's the one. So I have some of those. Okay. And then I have some that are like the the thickness of the of the power cable here okay so these are the one so i've got one that's the thicker one like the screwdriver the thinner ones are easier to push okay because i guess you're you're pushed against a smaller surface area to get it through that that thing so it's at a lower pressure but you have to do it longer but the problem i'm having though is and it's not every time it's only in certain times and just might be where i'm injecting it in the muscle Mm mm-hmm um, cause I, like I said, I usually do mine in my left thigh. Um, but sometimes like, so I'll push it in and I'll pull the needle out and like, I feel like some of it comes out cause like it's viscous. Yeah. So like, I, I can tell it's that in me. I could, blood is obviously red, but yeah. Um, so sometimes it like gets pushed out. Yeah. I've had that. So I just, <laughs> you just rub it in. You rub it in, like try to like lick it off. <laughs> so, because you can, I mean, it can be absorbed through the skin. They have that. They have versions of it like that. Yeah, they have other. They're like they're like um, subcutaneous implants that release th- like release it over time. Yeah, I, I, that so I'm not yeah, trying to do that. I don't know. And then the other thing you got to check though is make sure you check your estradiol levels because you don't want your estrogen to get too high. Yeah. So we didn't. We did not test blood work so i went back to the doctor about three weeks ago we didn't test blood work this time we're gonna do it next time mm-hmm. i've been going every three months and we're gonna test everything out again um i'll be interested to see where everything is to be honest with you just because it'll at that point it'll have been six to eight, six seven months mm-hmm. since i had the the last blood work taken uh i still got to talk to him about my thyroid levels that were low so I don't know. I'm sure that'll make a difference at some point, but I th- I don't. He didn't bring it up, so I didn't bring it up. Mm-hmm. But I also don't know if he looked at the blood work. Um, but I'll I'll definitely talk to him about that. Um, but all that being said, where where are you now? So you started at 450. I started at 350. Mm-hmm. And we'll say as of to should we say as of today or what is your lowest? Which one? Which should we go with? So I have weighed myself this week. Last week, I was at three ninety eight. So you're down fifty two pounds. Yeah, 
<clears throat> which is massive. Yeah, because but it's funny because like for me, like you're like it looks like you lost weight. You think an average person? Like if my wife lost fifty pounds. Like people are like what the hell? Like you need to go see a doctor or something? Like right? But like I lose fifty pounds and it's like you look like you lost a little bit of weight. Right, I know, right? And people don't understand like me losing fifty pounds is like a normal person losing fifteen. <laughs> but I was down in my base in the gym in the basement and I picked up a forty five pound. I was like, that's heavy, and I used to carry that around with me. Yep. But I've noticed the difference is like going up steps is easier, getting in and out of cars is easier, mm-hmm. um, clothes fit better. So I'm like, okay, this is pretty cool. It's it, when you see that sort of change every day, stuff that you notice every like it makes it easier to keep keep on the grind. Yeah, and I think that's where a lot of people fail because they the beginning stages of any new regimen suck because you know you want to eat all the garbage you ate before and go nuts and do all this crap, and then the next thing you know, you're you're a week into it. And you dropped some pounds because it's, you know, you're losing it really quick at first. And then the next week, it's like, oh, I gained a pound. And rather than saying, okay, your trend is down overall, you're like, F it, I'm done. Right. And then you go right back to doing what you're doing before and you don't. But I think you need to get something where you can be like, okay, I'm feeling different here. You know, um, I'm able to go up and down steps easier. I'm able to get in and out of the car easier. I'm able to do all these things better. And I can notice a difference. So it kind of motivates you just like, you know, uh, walking, running down the, to the basement to, gr- to get grab the laundry. Like, oh, okay. Cool. Like, that makes it, things like that is kind of a reward. We're also eight months in, though. Yeah. Like, at, two, at one month or two months, we, we, we're not saying this. Yeah, we're we're not feeling the difference. Now we might be seeing it on the scale. Yeah. But you're not feeling it. Yeah. Like now, eight months in, I mean fifty two pounds is significant. Mm-hmm. Your shorts are different. I mean, oh, yeah. You're probably down a size in shorts. Mm-hmm. Your shirts that you were wearing before, maybe your gut's not hanging out the bottom. Yeah. Like that's where I'm at. So like now my gut's not hanging out the bottom of the shirts. Yeah. So I, I don't have to wear a second shirt that's mm-hmm. longer. Now, I probably still do because that's just what I've always done. Yeah. Um, down, uh, couldn't couldn't wear the old shorts because basically the belt was holding it up. Yeah. Like, if I take the belt off, the shorts fall off. <laughs> so, I had to go down. But the weird thing is, like, so, and you might have the same issue. It's The waist might have shrunk. Mm-hmm. But the thighs seem to have just stayed the same size. Yeah. So I'm trying to fit these ham hocks into a smaller pair of shorts. And it's a lot. It feels tighter than the other. Like, I like a loose fitting pair of shorts on my thighs. Yeah, I don't like. So I've got. I've got a hockey butt. So that's a big butt from playing all skating all those years when I was a kid. And then big thighs. Like, I have a lot of my strength is in my lower body. So, um,. I have tree trunk legs. One of the problems is, and like now, everything is like this slim fit. I know. Whichever dickhead, asshole, decided that was the look now. Like, come on, man. Like, um, so everything's a stupid slim cut. So you go to buy a shirt, you're like, oh, okay, it's 3X. But it's not because it's slim cut. Right. Or athletic, whatever the hell they want to call it. I'm like, that's not, I look ridiculous in this thing. 
It's a, they're all fucking schmediums. Yeah. You know? Like, and <laughs> now I have some shirts I love that are cut the right way. Mm-hmm. So they're like tight across the chest and the arms and shoulders. So it accentuates the areas that look good. And then they hang loose over my belly. I'm like, okay, this is pretty cool. But I have other shirts where they're too big and I look like, a, like I'm wearing a muumuu. So it just hangs off the fattest part of your body and you look ridiculous. Because a lot of people think like, oh, I look like, you know, I, I, I want to hide my imperfection so i'm gonna wear this massive shirt clothes that are way too big and then you just look like you're wearing it like a fat guy wearing a tent like when homer was wearing the muumuu because he got too fat to him <laughs> i was it for for bigger dudes i uh i found so i, I found these at kohl's and i find i go online mm-hmm. so and i get the the uh three xlt so you get mm-hmm. the tall, so you get the extra room on the bottom. Yeah, to help with the gut coverage. Um, but they're they're called uh, they're from Apartment Nine. Okay, uh, and they're I think they're five percent spandex, thirty percent polyester, and then I think it's fifty five percent cotton. Mm-hmm. And what the, it creates for like a very light shirt that's stretchy, but doesn't trap heat like the polyester. Like yeah. when you go 100 percent polyester, like those dry fit shirts, mm-hmm. dude, they just trap heat like crazy. They don't breathe. They're not breathable. They might dry quick, but they're not breathable. Yeah. Um. So for any any of the, it, you got to get them online though because they don't have them in the stores. Uh, they're so it's Apartment Nine. I think they're called uh, Flex Tees or something. But okay. with the Premier Flex, get the other ones. <laughs> um, they got them in V necks and and regular necks. And no, Coles doesn't sponsor us. I just like the shirts. Um, the only problem is like if you if you go in the bigger sizes, it's tough to find like different colors. Mm-hmm. So like mostly I got white, and like every once in a while I get like like if they have multiple colors, I'll snatch them up because I know they won't have them. Yeah. So well, Coles always. So I used to go to Coles all the time, and I stopped. Because this one, it is stupid, but you ever had that one bad experience with a, with a business? You're like, I'll never go in there again. So I used to go there a lot. And I'd buy like my gym clothes and stuff like that there. And um, so I go in, I think I was getting socks and some other stuff. And uh, I go to check out, they're always trying to push the Kohl's credit card. I don't do store credit cards. Um, and like, oh, you could save 30% if you do. Uh, if you had the Kohl's credit card, it was some young girl, like maybe 17, just, just 18 years old. Just doing her job. And I said, no, thanks. Are you sure? I said, yeah, I'm sure I don't do store credit cards. Because it's good. I said, I'm not discussing my finances with you. <laughs> I'm sorry. And then she says, well, it's really dumb that you're not doing it because you can save 30%. I was like, oh. excuse me? Oh, no. I was like, it, you're calling me dumb. Because I'm not trying to go in to pick up a credit card that has a 30% interest rate. Right. Like, okay, is your manager, and I never asked, I was like, is your manager here? Oh, you went, you went full Karen. I was going Karen. Oh, no. And then she's like, uh, and I was like, just ring me, just get me out of here. I don't feel like dealing with you anymore. But it was like, like you know, it's really dumb that you don't do it. Oh, really? Oh, is it? <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> Becky. <laughs> like, But then the other thing that trips me out about Kohl's is no matter what you get, like, I'll go there and buy some t-shirts some socks. Every now and then they'll have like K cups and stuff that are like on sale. Like get a really good deal. Like it'll be like, you know, the twenty four K cups for like ten bucks. Like some discontinued, some but it's like a name brand. Sure. And you check out and they're like, oh, 
you save three hundred seventy-four thousand dollars on your Kohl's visit. Like, what does this stuff cost? <laughs> like, who pays that price? Right. <laughs> like, I'm like, what? Like, what? Everything in there is seventy percent off. I'm like, right. who's paying thirty-five dollars for this for a dozen socks? Right. But that's how it is there. I'm like, you guys are, and these dopes are like, look, they're seventy percent off. Right. What? Oh, but, look, I spent three hundred, but I saved six hundred. <laughs> what? <laughs> No, you spent three hundred. Yeah, yeah. Because that's what it actually costs. Right. <laughs> What's coming out of your banking? Your how much money are you giving them? That's what you spent. That you still spent thirteen dollars on a T-shirt. Yeah. That's what the T-shirt costs. Yeah. It doesn't really cost twenty nine dollars. Right. They're making you think you got a deal, so you go back and go get that deal again. This time, right. deal. But maybe some other time of year, they'll sell it for twenty nine dollars. But today, they're selling it for thirteen, and they paid four. Yeah, right. So they're still making right. a decent amount of money. They're still making a 500% profit. Yeah. <laughs> they're just not making a 1,500% profit on you. Yeah. So I used to love going there, but I don't really go there a lot anymore. I don't really go to any stores anymore. Um, you know what place that people sleep on? And I'm not going to say everybody, because it's one of the biggest retailers in America. But for guys' clothes, Walmart is really underrated. Mm-hmm. Now, we don't really, we're probably one of the only places that doesn't have a Walmart like real close by. There's none close to us. None. There's, well, there's one up in Pasadena. Pasadena. And I, then That's I think, a new one. Yep. And then there's, a, was there, there's, there's got one in Bernie. Yeah. And then the next closest one is like Bowie. Bowie, which is <laughs> 35 minutes away. Yeah. So the closest one is maybe 25 minutes away. Yeah. Which is unheard of in this country. Oh, yeah. But our areas put like the big old ban on Walmart, mm-hmm. which is, I, I don't know why. Um, we have Target. Well, we do have a Target. Yes, and don't get me wrong, Target is all right. But for guys' clothes, for me, and maybe it's just because of the, the the certain brands I like. I mean, I can go into Walmart. I can. They always have my size. They have Wrangler cargo shorts, mm-hmm. and people probably like Wrangler. Who's still wearing Wrangler? I am yeah. in the shorts, and, I, I'm, and, and to be honest with you, I'm wearing Levi's in the jeans too, because they fit right. Um, but the shorts, the cargo shorts, and they got very, they got like some, like they have the dry fit cargo shorts, but they also mm-hmm. have the regular cotton cargo shorts. Yeah, um, sixteen dollars for a pair of cargo shorts. Excuse me, I need, I need to, to give them a shot because they have a decent big and tall section. Um, I used to go there to get like. Like cotton shorts to like sleep in, like remember the old like Russell, like you wear them for gym class, right? I get a bunch of those and sleep in them. Um, super comfortable. Um, it's good to go to like get like cut off t shirts for the pool and the beach, so you work on your tan. Well, the best part about it is though, for me, a pair of cargo shorts at sixteen bucks. If they rip in a year, I don't care. You throw them out. Throw them out. Yeah, I didn't pay forty bucks for them. Yeah, yeah, it's like. Jeans. If they last me a year, maybe two, they cost me eighteen bucks. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, they're Levi's. You know what? No one's looking. So I hate jeans. Yeah. I hate wearing jeans. I can't stand wearing jeans. I'd rather wear a suit than wear jeans. I'd rather a suit, shirt, and tie than wear jeans. I can't stand them. I'm a jeans I'm just guy. not comfortable in them. I wear them, and I think it's. I just my normal attire. Like our freaking gym clothes and bathing suits, like that's that's what I would wear all the time. I cannot st- 
stand jeans. Like, I'm not... And it's funny, because, like, when I used to go to the gym, like, before I have this stuff in my basement, I'd go, like, these old dudes would be, like, working out in, in jeans. I'm like, wear, wear jeans? You must, not, you must be skipping leg day today, bro. Right. Because you're not squatting in those things, dog. No. <laughs> maybe, they, maybe, like, maybe they're Walmart jeans. Yeah. Maybe they are. Because they I'm, don't care if they rip. Yeah. And I had this one pair of jeans. I don't remember where I bought them from. They were super lightweight, and they were, like, stretchy. So, like, you could jeggings? squat down. Were you wearing jeggings? They weren't jeggings. No. Oh. But. <laughs> I don't know. Here's the thing. <laughs> I don't want to see like the whole legging thing and i'll get into that after i tell the story so <laughs> i'm wearing these jeans and they were loose fit they weren't like tight but they were stri- so like you could squat down a tire shoe or something and not castrate yourself sure um but then they and they were really thin but they were made by i think they were polo mm-hmm. so they're like super expensive and then they ripped and i was like then i was like well i'm glad i spent all that money but for the time i had them they were nice so and jeans never rip on a seam they always rip like next to the seam, so you can't even sew. <laughs> right. But uh, no, so leggings. So I have a pair of Under Armour Heat Gear leggings, and I like to wear Under Armour underwear. This I like a big admission right here. Yeah, so I like to wear this. <laughs> I like to skin tight, like compression short type underwear. Sure, like you're like you're going to play professional basketball. Yeah, and the thing it. is, I wear them because. I used to get really bad chub rub, and it prevents that from happening. Good enough. So I've been wearing them for the last 20 years. Like Ever since they came out, I've been wearing it, and that's all I wear. Sounds practical. I buy them, you know, they la- they're they expensive. Right. More expensive than, than regular, than cotton briefs or, you know, boxer briefs or whatever the hell you want to call them. But they last for years. So like, I'll buy 10 pairs at once. I'll see if there's a sale at Under Armour, and I'll buy 10 pairs of them. Mm-hmm. So my whole underwear was full of Under Armour of these things. So at one time I was having trouble finding it. So I went to the out, Under Armour outlet. And the only thing I could find that was in my size were these heat gear leggings. And it was the summer. So I was like, screw it. I'll get these. So I wore them once or twice and then just chucked them in the drawer and never thought. Well, when I started riding the Peloton, I was like, this is what bikers were. So let me wear this. So I put them on and I start biking. I was like, this is cut. And I went upstairs and made breakfast. It was just, everyone was gone. And, <laughs> Lindsay was around. My wife was around. And she's like, what are you doing? I said, this is actually comfortable. It's like, yeah, that's why I wear them all the time. So yeah, but nobody wants to see like dude junk in leggings, you know? <laughs> oh, my God. Now, a, a pretty girl uh-huh. wearing leggings, you're like, yeah, keep doing that. It's like the greatest invention on earth. I feel like this is the first conversation of three where we, we, you end up admitting you're, you're going to wear ladies' underwear next. Yes, yeah, <laughs> I'm not. But I like, like three shows from now, it's, you know, I kind of do like a thong. Yeah. <laughs> So much freedom, right? But um, so like, I see, you see the the girls wearing the leggings, the ladies wear leggings. Like, yeah, that looks. But and then they say it's super comfortable, and it is. However, yeah, they don't have an elephant's trunk hanging. Yeah, out but no them. one wants to see dude junk there's, all there, over. There's no ladies el- don't want to see it. There's no elephant trunk and and, and Dumbo ears. Yeah, coming out <laughs> no, coming out of it. No, not that I'm saying I'm like that. I'm not right. built like that. <laughs> right, but you know. Yeah, you're not you're not putting out the Dumbo face in front yeah. of everybody. But nobody wants, and, and then, but when the women wear it, like, then go ahead, keep doing it. You no, know, I'm because not. the ladies don't want to see the junk all over the place. It's not. It's, look, look, it's as guys, you got to we got to admit it, it ain't 
it ain't pretty. It's kind of goofy looking. Yeah, it's it's not, <laughs> cause, especially because you're not used to seeing it, right? Yeah. It's not something you just want hanging out. Right. Especially in public. God, yeah. no. Because then, then you're just showing, oh, well, now we know. Right? People look at, well, now we know what he's got. Yeah. You know, it's like, whoa, hey, wait a minute. Let's, let's leave, some, some, let's leave some of the imagination. Yeah, we got to leave some of the mystery involved. <laughs> you know? Um, but, yeah, you know, like, I hear you. So, but yeah, but the, you know, the, the women keep it up. Approved. Got the stamp of the driveway beer stamp of approval. I mean, I'm hoping, I'm hoping it's a phase that my wife doesn't grow out of at yeah. any point, you know. But I don't think they're going anywhere. I think they're too comfortable to go. Yeah. At this point. It's, and, and then it's, it's made like going, so, because it, now it's acceptable for them to wear leggings all over the place. And it's so funny because like, I remember draw, taking, uh, when my kids were little, taking them to preschool. And it was like the Peninsula Mom uniform. <laughs> they all had their leggings on. They looked like they were going to the gym, but they weren't. No one was going to the gym. <laughs> and I could, you could tell the ones that were going to the Not gym. workout happened. You could tell the ones that were going to the gym because they're wearing sneakers. The ones that are wearing flip flops, you're not going to, you're not fooling anyone. <laughs> you got the sneakers on. <laughs> so it was, uh, but yeah, it's, it was the uniform of the day. They were showing up in their suburban, holding their Starbucks cup mm-hmm. with their leggings and, Hey, it made dropping the, and being like one of the older parents there, you know, it made dropping the kids off at daycare or at, uh, at, at preschool a little more enjoyable during the day. Um, but I remember when I dropped the kids off, to, I, I literally got in, I got out. I didn't want to, I didn't want to talk to them because you're one of the, like, I don't know about you, but I was like one of the only dads. Yeah. I feel like when you're around moms and you're the only dad in the group or in the area, they look at you with a level of pity, kind of. Like, oh, you tied your shoes this morning. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny because, like, <laughs> yes, I tied my shoes. I tied the kids' shoes too. What are you going to do about yeah, that? Yeah. <laughs> well, I think they're so used to their own, like, incompetent husbands that are, are terrible are with that it. incompetent? I think some are. God. Man, and, you got to do better. Well, no, but, like, my wife's friends would be like, well, she'd go out. And she goes out a lot more than I do. I don't, I don't have to do anything. Um, and, like, this is the closest I get to going out. <laughs> but, uh, and a lot of it because I don't want to go out. Because I don't want to spend the money, and I'd rather just stay home. So, yeah. She like going out takes effort, but like she goes out and then her friends will be like, "Well, who has the kids?" And she's like, "Oh, Mike's got the kids." I'm like, really? Yeah. yeah. My wife does the same thing. And they're like, are, are, "She goes, he's like, he does everything with." Like, well, did you make the dinner? <laughs> she's like, "No, <laughs> he makes all the dinner. I'm not, the kids don't want me making dinner." <laughs> but like, and I I think like is that the expectation? Oh yeah, you know how I know it happened. You know how I know it gets talked about. Because the nights it gets talked about, she'll literally come home and say, "Thank you for like for what? Yeah, just doing stuff. Yeah, or, they, or they'll say like, oh, it's so nice that your husband babysits the kids.' And she's like, they're his kids. He's not babysitting anybody. <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm like, I'm not babysitting anyone because you're not giving me twenty bucks an hour. No, which is a goddamn going rate right now. And the funny thing is, I'm like, if they only knew, I took my kids out, hopped them up on sugar. Yeah, like, I, like the other day. It was hot. It was during that like really hot period of the week. It was just super hot. And I was like, all right, got to get the kids out of the house. We're going to monster golf. <laughs> I did not. I, my wife takes them to like the library, like a story time. 
or like they'll go check out books a lot. Like they'll go do something educational, uh-huh. or they go to the bookstore, something like that. Right? Not me. We're going to play monster golf, in indoor glow in the dark mini golf. Oh yeah, and arcade. That's where we're going. Yeah, yeah. But sure, I'm babysitting the kids. Which way I took? Uh, <laughs> I took my oldest to. He had a half day. He goes to private school. The other two are in public school. So. I guess it was last week or the week before he had a half day on a Friday. So I picked him up, came home, and and the the, the little ones, and they're not really little, but uh, we only call them the big boys, which is minus the youngest one, or the little boys, which is minus the oldest one. <laughs> or there's all of them. So we took them to, uh, they were in school, they're in, they're in SAC, so they, they're there after school. I'm like, well, I'm not going to go pick them up early, I'm paying for this. And they're hanging out with all their friends. They don't want me picking them up. Right. So, say, hey, Logan, what do you want to do? He's, oh, well, uh, I don't know. I said, let's go to the driving range. So, we go to the driving range. And we're hitting golf balls. Now, he's left-handed. Well, he's not left-handed. He swings left. He does everything but r- throw and right with his left hand. So, he's a left-handed golfer. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because he has a <laughs> he has a slice, too. So, I'm slicing balls to the right. And he slices the balls to the left. And his golf swing is his baseball swing. He even loads. Like, he steps into it like he's about to hit a baseball. <laughs> like, he looks like a baseball player that's going for, like, that low ball. He's going half a happy Gilmore. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, no, you got to keep your feet still. I said, like, you know what? We're, you know, fall ball star. I don't, don't want to mess up your baseball swing. Right. Just as I, I was talking to my buddy who's a big baseball guy and a big golf guy. He's like, oh, yeah, don't. Tell him anything about the golf swing during baseball season. Like that can come later. He'll figure it out. Just you know, just let him have fun. And that's what we were doing. Like we were having a blast. Now, meanwhile, three stalls from or two stalls from me, this little kid shows up and he starts knocking the piss out of these balls. And they're going straight. They're flying beautifully. And we're like, He's like, oh, that one didn't go very far. His grandfather's like, oh, they're range balls. Don't worry about it. He's like, hit a draw on this one. Bring it back to you. And he is. <laughs> and I'm like, I just want to not slice it in the woods. Look at him like, is that Tiger Woods? Yeah. Was that, is that what Tiger Woods was? My God. Because like the, I'm sure like my ball travels through the air 350 yards. It's just, it's, you know, straight line distance is like. 75 right and then it goes the other direction you're hitting it over over the netting and into like the little <laughs> par three knocking knocking someone out yeah like it's going to the trailer park that's next to the driving range right like or in the little yard where they keep like the tractors that pick up the golf balls like that's where it's going yeah. so going back so we veered off a of weight loss from yeah there. related somewhat yeah. so i ne- so I, I never gave an update where i am at so I'm oh, at, that's true. I'm at 308. I was my lowest was 308. So that's 42 for me. Good work. So you're at 52. Mm-hmm. I'm 10 behind you at 42. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say that's because you know I started I started lighter. We're just gonna say that. Well, no, I mean if you if you were to do it percentage wise, which is how like Biggest Loser did it, mm. you're probably ahead. I like that. So <laughs> you know it's a competition. Damn it. Yeah. Although the funny part was, so before we got to where we were, before you before you texted me and told you you were under four, I was like, ooh, let's do a race to under our 100 mark. Yeah. So you under four, me under three, and then you texted me back like, I'm at 398. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so 
that got thrown out the window. Yeah, so much for that. And um, I'm not like the next hundred mark. My goal weight's two ninety five. Yeah, and I picked new two ninety five because that's what JJ Watt played at. And I'm thinking to myself, JJ Watt's a pretty ripped dude. <laughs> Let me get to two ninety five. Let me just. I would love to like so. I don't know if we ever talked about it, but I, I did one of those um, scales where it does body composition. Mm-hmm. So I found out, essentially, I've got 189 pounds of muscle, organs, and bone. It's like 189, 192, that range. Yeah. So that's the way it would be at 0% body fat. So if you are just shredded. Yep. But that would also have me considered obese per BMI. So dumb. Or over. There's charts. I, I don't so know if it might be overweight, not obese. I think I'm supposed to be like at 5'9, I'm supposed to be like 165, 170. Dude, I could. So I'm 6'2, and I I think my weight's supposed to be like. 235, something like that. No, no, no. It's it's like 180. Oh, Jesus. And I'm like, 180? Like, who made this? Some freaking skinny endurance athlete? Well, they were they were made back in like the 40s. Yeah, they they were made. Uh, it's all It's all from the from data from the military and insurance companies. It's before That's where it comes from. modified food when they pump yeah. this all full stuff. Yeah. Um so we we basically evaluated what my body weight should be. So our goal is 250. Well, my goal my goal is 250. Mm-hmm. And then we'll reevaluate from there to see what my body compon- composition is at that yeah. point. Um because to be 192 isn't realistic. I'm not going to be 0% body fat. It's just not happening. No, it's not even healthy. No. You I, need some fat to keep your organs and stuff. And Sure. So, so I mean, I, I think ideally, I think it would have been like 235. But I yeah. don't think I'm getting to that point either. You'd probably be like straight up jacked at like 220. That'd be... Which has never happened in my entire like life. shredded. I, I, have, I have no desire. Well, not desire. I have no f- dreams of that happening. But I, I just want my driver's license to not be lying. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't even remember my driver. I think my driver's license is on like 270. Okay. So it's not close. Yeah. I mean, especially when I was 350. That was a yeah. what, 70 pound difference? <laughs> eh, whatever. Yeah. It, the, when, I, when I got pulled over, the police officer was going to say, hmm, you got a little chunky. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he just, he just kind of like let me off with a warning and. It's like, okay. Yeah. I don't think they're checking for... Slow, slow down, Tubby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I feel bad for you because obviously at one point you were this weight yeah. and you're not now. <laughs> it shows. Yeah. Move along. Yeah, my, my driver, it just says 295. So I'm like, sure. They should just, they should have like, rather than numbers, be like, <laughs> have categories. Just a yeah. circle. <laughs> just a circle, so it's like a small, like a little dot. If you're small, right. it just goes up. Change the oval size. Yeah. So then, like for me, it would be like you know, <laughs> they'd have to like put a little extension on the plastic <laughs> card, or just say fatty. <laughs> Mine would be definitely chubby, right? <laughs> or, or definitely round <laughs> shape, round Rot- <laughs> shape, <laughs> poor. <laughs> Police officer looks in. It's about right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Must be you. Well, I'm surprised they haven't gotten rid of it all together because of this body positivity crap. Oh my gosh. So, I mean, that could be almost another episode, but um, some of the stuff that like, and here's the thing. I don't have a problem 
with being comfortable in your own skin and not make i got teased when i was a kid and it sucked and it's it, up until it's funny because like all those little tubby kids got teased until puberty hit mm-hmm. and then once puberty hit all that fat turned into muscle and we stopped being the little fat kids and started being the big dudes and then all the other skinny kids were trying to like you know like snort protein powder and like you know lift weights really bad like terrible form do all this crap to get bigger then we were just already big and then being a big like dudes want to be big right i'm not saying all of them but a lot of people and then when it comes to sports like there's some really good things about being big you know when you're the uh 364 300 pound kid in high school and you're playing o-line and you're you're just hitting dingers every day on the baseball like that's cool everyone's oh man that guy's awesome blah 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 a lot of times for the girls they don't get that benefit i think we talked about this a couple times before but like and i think the body positivity thing is good like hey don't make fun of people don't feel like crap because you're bit but i think it's now like everything else getting perverted into oh well that's healthy yeah and it's not. I've spent most of my life at these ridiculous weights, and it's not healthy. I feel a lot better smaller. So you can't for one second tell me, and I'm the healthiest fat guy you'll ever meet based upon all those blood work and all that numbers. Like, I'm good, but it's a lot better smaller. And you can't tell me for one second that there's any benefit to carrying this much weight on me. Yeah. I mean, there's more said about girls' body image than there is about guys. Yeah. Right? The guy's body image was always the men's fitness magazine or the powerlifting magazine. Yeah, so yeah. it was all about muscles, ripped abs. Yeah. Yeah. Gains. <laughs> but that's but that's what it was, right? And guys kind of like it was okay to rib another guy because he was fat and out of shape. Yeah. And the idea behind it was well. For most part, the idea was to make fun of the guy, but then yeah. also like, if he didn't want to be made fun of anymore, he would take it into his own hands and he would get in shape. Yeah. Well, that doesn't always work. Right. For girls, though, there I don't think the body image that was presented to them was ever really a healthy one to begin with. No, and I think it. I think it's gotten better. Yeah. There, but, but there's a medium, right? Yeah. It's not what it was. It's certainly not what they're going for yeah. now. There's got to be a happy medium. But like our parents, so when our mo- when our mothers were girls or young women, it wasn't so now it's fit and healthy and strong, right? You see some of these these women that are that are um like you'll see them at the pool like the kids mom, their friends mom like you know the the one like the gym rats they're all like I mean they're not like female they're not you know female muscle uh, bodybuilders but you can definitely tell there's there's muscle on them and before that was not desirable it was to be thin everything right. was to be thin and oh that's fattening and you have to be thin as thin as well, possible to too. me yeah. thin is weak and i don't have daughters but if i did i'd be like no you're not gonna be thin you're gonna be strong as fuck and you're gonna be a badass and we're not doing this thin shit uh, because to me, thin is skinny and skinny is weak. Now, if that's the best you, you could be, and hey, you might have the genetics to be a distance runner, and that's awesome, but you're going to be a strong as fuck distance runner. Yeah. Like, we're not going to be, oh, you're going to be thin and weak and dainty and people have to take care of you. No. 
And and I'm glad it's shifting in that, but I think for some of the things where you see like, oh, like you have to accept like if you're not attracted to someone built like Lizzo, you're you're fat shaming. Right. And I'm sorry, not every dude's attracted to girls that are built like Lizzo. I'm not. You know. Right. Or you're fat phobic. Right. It's like, I'm not look, afraid of it. I am it, and I'm still not attracted to it. So, but the other part is like, look, in in my current shape, like I don't really need someone telling me I'm a fat piece of shit. And right. I know I need to lose the weight. Yeah. But I also don't have the body type to be Lionel Messi. Right. I I don't have that build, and. The funny part, like I, I was, I was talking to my doctor about that, and we were talking about my ethnicity and you know the Armenian ethnicity and whatnot. And he said, "Well, based on your genetics and ethnicity, you don't have the genetics to be a slim, waifish kind of soccer player style body." Right. He goes, "That's not in your genetics." He goes, "There's some. Don't get me wrong." But he goes, "For the most part." Your your ethnicity is not built that way, um, and the, but there's always exceptions to the rule, right? But he was essentially saying, look, with your body type, um, there's only a certain level of smallness you can get to. It, your bones are a certain amount are, are a certain size, mm-hmm. it, it, but it's like, oh, he's he's trying to he's big boned. Okay, people have different bone densities. It, it yeah. is what it is. I'm not saying I should be 308, but I'm not going to get down to 192 based on my body composition. Right. So, I, rather than having this, I, I get it, body positivity, because you don't want it to cause depression, to the, but you, you, you need to have more realistic health standards. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be the slim waifish girl with the huge boobs in the, in the Victoria's Secret catalog. Yeah. It shouldn't, I mean, but it, even those girls in the fitness catalogs, yes, they're big and strong, but that's almost 0% body fat too. Yeah. And that's and almost think, unattainable. And I think well, people, not unattainable, but it's very hard to attain that without living that lifestyle well, fully. Yeah. And I, well, I think people forget is that also in those ads and pictures, like there's a whole lot of assistance. And even if it is light, like to get to that point, like they'll be on, go on cuts and all that stuff and that's not healthy either people that are lifting for you know that are in in physique or bodybuilding competitions like and they go on their bulk and cut and they're going to cut before competition like their chemicals like i mean they're all messed up you know they're not eating anything and the second they're done with the competition the first thing to do is go eat something and and it you know and drink yes they're dehydrating before yeah to get rid of the water weight yeah so they're really not trying, you know, they'll even tell you it's not healthy. And they're only doing it for that one to get to that show. And the second that show is over, they're done with it. And fighters do it. Yeah. But. Yeah, they're always cutting and stuff. But I think to go and tell people that, oh, no, it's it's fine. It's healthy to be that way. Like, mm, I mean, you're setting people down a dangerous path. Right. It's going the complete opposite way of what it was. Yeah. And look, the other way wasn't appropriate either though yeah but there, there, there's got to be something in the if, if you're going to put out a message put something out in the middle but you also don't want people feeling bad and going into a depression and a funk because once you go into the depression and funk mm-hmm. you're only going to get bigger yeah 
It doesn't help you lose weight. No. Does it help motivate some people to lose weight? Maybe, but you're tiptoeing that line from full-blown depression to I got to get my butt in gear. Yeah. Because that's, I mean, that's why people eat, eat they call it eat away your feelings, right? Because mm-hmm. you're depressed and it only makes it worse. Oh, yeah. So there's got to be something in the middle. Um, I mean, one of the things is like, hey, stop telling your kids to call people fat asses. And by the way, you do that by not calling people fat asses. Yeah. Your kids learn it from you. Oh, absolutely. I mean, they learn everything from you. Yeah. And they're friends. But if you can kind of like, if you're not putting it out there, you hear your kids say and say, hey, wait a minute. Don't be calling that person a fat ass. Yeah. You're not doing them any favors whatsoever. Um, but I know someone said, well, what about the person that motivates to get skinny? Okay. It, that happened, what, one out of ten? I've known a lot of fat people in my life and having extensive experience uh, in that category. I can tell you it doesn't motivate you at all. No. I'm sure so, like I'm sure it does with some people, right? No, I think it's I think it's just people but, as an excuse to be mean. Oh yeah. Because there's some people that just want to be dicks. Well and they've got other issues in their life yeah. going on that aren't as visible. Yeah. It's like it's like think about it, you're wearing you're wearing your target. Oh yeah. Out in the open for everybody to see. Yeah. Well, the person who's making fun of that person doesn't have their target out in the open for someone to easily identify. Right. Like, like if you have a high pitched voice, you just don't talk. Right. Or, you know, if you're You'd be getting beaten at home. Yeah. Right? Your parents are the ones putting you down at home. So you need to find a place where you can feel that dominance. And you're trying to put the fat person down. Because that's where you can easily feel dominance. Mm -hmm. And you're just so tired of getting shit on at home that you want to shit on somebody else. Yeah. That's generally where that comes from. It's the need to feel superior to someone else because you're getting shit on somewhere else. Mm Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, like, I, I, you know, it's it's like the whole thing where in schools are trying to teach kindness and all that. Be kind of unless they're gonna get it from home. You're not gonna you're not gonna regulate how kids act and feel. Yeah, you're just not. You you can't undo what parents do because that's what they're seeing. Twenty the, I, the other sixteen hours in a day. That's what they're seeing. Yeah. Or obviously they're sleeping too, but or when they're summer break or breaks, whatever that that's what they're seeing, mm-hmm. and they're going to model their parents more than they're going to model other people. Oh yeah. So, well, we hope you enjoyed this episode. We got through uh, some weight loss, so Mike's down fifty two. I'm down forty two. We'll do another episode update or weight loss update probably. I don't know. This is going to go out late September or next week, so probably. Middle of September. Maybe we'll do uh, late October, right before Halloween, right before we start chowing some candy. Because the kids are going to bring that back. Um, want to thank Cheers and Spirits in the Arnold Station Plaza and Brian Schilling of Long and Foster Real Estate in Annapolis, Maryland. Go check them out. They're going to be linked in the description below. We appreciate you listening. Please like, subscribe, comment, and share. Definitely share with a friend of your social media. And we will see you next time.